with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich, and today we dive into the deep and unknown exciting ocean of our creative mind. Um, with a question, with a philosophical question, hi my Dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of Artitude, the podcast that explores the intersection of art, culture, and the digital world and more. And today we take the time to consider a particularly contentious topic. Today we delve into the profound contemplation inspired by nighttime conversations under the starry sky in the south of West Cork. The question that occupies us today is as old as humanity itself. Are we humans the most dangerous beings on our planet? I was in West Cork and I was sitting there with a friend and she asked that and I couldn't really answer about this, you know, but because I still hope in the good of humans, you know. I was wondering, is that really the case? And if so, why? As my friend raised this thesis, it has not left me since. So in this episode, I will specifically address the following three multidisciplinary areas. The human as destroyer, so means we often talk about the beauty of nature and wildlife, yet humans seem to be an exception. So we kill not out of necessity, but often without valid reason. So the hunting for horns, reno horns, for instance, the jaw of sharks, or the use of seahorses and monkey brains for supposed medicinal purposes. All these examples of our destructive nature. But is it really just about destruction? Or are there deeper reasons for our actions? The other subject which my friend raised up was the fear of man. So the game of fear and power, actually. So another aspect we must consider is fear, in particular the fear women have of man. Statistically, women have a greater chance of being killed by a man than dying from cancer. This raises an important question. Why do men who traditionally are considered protectors often fail to protect and instead become a threat? I will go later deeper into that as well. The third thing is self-reflection and responsibility. So are we really known for nothing positive? Do we only destroy or this view a simplification that does not tell the whole story? Perhaps it is time for us to look at ourselves as a species and consider how we can use our intelligence, our compassion and our technology not only as destroyers but also as preservers and promoters of life. I invite you to think about these topics and discuss how we can collectively leave a positive footprint. 
All right, let's start. I mean, let's start with my first look into it with uh, the human as destroyer in a multidisciplinary view, so from the philosophical perspective, from the historical and from the psychological perspective, I try to go a little bit deeper into this idea. The idea of the human as a destroyer can be tracked back to ancient philosophies, from Plato's contemplations on the state and human nature to Hobbes' views of humans in the state of nature as war of all against all. There is a long tradition of viewing humans as inherently conflict-prone and destructive. This viewpoint is often enhanced by our capacity for reflection and self-awareness, which provides us the means to act both for good and for ill. Yet it is the same ability to reflect that also offers us the opportunity to grow beyond our destructive paths. So, actually, actually. Um, from the historical perspective, historically, humans have repeatedly changed landscapes, driven spaces to extinction and exhausted resources. The Industrial Revolution marked a turning point in our impact on the planet, with a dramatic increase in the destruction of natural habitats, pollution and species extinction. So, history teaches us that human societies often prioritize short-term gains over long-term sustainability, leading to devastating consequences for the environment and ultimately for ourselves. You know? From a psychological standpoint, the human tendency towards destruction can be partly explained by concepts such as the pursuit of power, fear and the need for self-assertion. Uh, Freud spoke of the death drive as a fundamental human impulse manifesting in aggressive and destructive actions. Modern psychologists have further developed this to understand how social, cultural and individual factors interact to promote behaviors that harm the environment and other living beings. So integrating these perspectives reveals that the humans as a destroyer is not merely a product of our biological impulses, but also a result of our cultural, social and individual decisions. It highlights that while we have the capacity for destruction, we also possess the unique ability to reflect on our actions and choose how we use our intelligence and resources. The challenge lies in finding ways to use these capabilities for positive change and to cultivate a more sustainable relationship with the world around us, isn't it? So, in this deeper examination of humans as destroyers, we recognize that our potential for destruction is closely linked to our capacity for creation, compassion and change. By becoming aware of this duality, we can begin to redefine our role on Earth not as inevitable destroyers, but as conscious preservers and shapers of our world. If it comes now 
to the fear of woman towards man, it can be as well, it's a very complex phenomenon and that can be as well examined from multidisciplinary perspectives by integrating sociological, psychological and cultural approaches. We can gain a deeper understanding of this fear and its implications for society. This examination can also show us ways in which society can constructively respond to this challenge. From the sociological perspective, women's fears of man is closely linked to power structures and social norms. Patriarchal systems prevalent in many cultures often assign men a dominant role, leading to a power imbalance between the genders. This imbalance manifests in various forms of violence and discrimination against women, including domestic violence, sexual harassment and structural disadvantage. The pervasive nature of these phenomena contributes to many women developing a deeply rooted sense of insecurity and fear of male aggressions. Psychologically, women's fear of men can be understood as a reaction to real and perceived threats. Evolutionary psychology suggests that fear serves as a mechanism to protect individuals from dangers meaning that women based on historical and personal experiences with male aggression may be particularly sensitive to cues of potential threats. Furthermore, traumas resulting from previous experiences with male violence can have long-term psychological effects that intensify fear. Cultural narratives and media play a significant role in how the relationship between men and women is perceived. Movies, literature, and news that frequently portray men as aggressive and dominant while depicting women as victims of this aggression can solely defy stereotypical notions and intensify women's fear of men. At the same time, cultural norms that discourage emotional openness and vulnerability in men can contribute to men being less likely to discuss their own fears and insecurities, exacerbating misunderstandings and alienation between the genders. Integrating these perspectives shows that women's fear of men is not simply an individual or isolated phenomenon but is deeply rooted in the structures, cultures and psychologies of our societies. So it underscores the need for a comprehensive approach to addressing this fear, one that goes beyond reducing male aggression and focuses on building understanding and empathy between the genders. This includes promoting equality, enhancing educational programs and that deal with gender roles and relationships and creating safe space where women can share their experiences and men can learn to critically reflect on their own behaviors. Now, I would like to address the third part. Are we really known for nothing positive? Self-reflection and, and the duality of humanity has undoubtedly had a profound impact on the earth, often to its detriment. From the extinction of species to the pollution of the oceans and the atmosphere, our actions have contributed to a global ecological crisis. Acknowledging these realities in the first step towards change. However, the history of humanity is also one of innovation, compassion and art. We have built societies, 
cure diseases and develop technologies that improve life. These achievements are as much a part of our species as our mistakes. The role of intelligence and technology offers us a unique opportunity for both protection and destruction. Hölderlin already said where, where the danger is, is power also. In Heidegger's essay, The Question About Technology, while we are capable of using nuclear fissions for energy of weapons, we also have the ability to develop renewable energies that reduce our dependence on fossil fuels. The decision on how we use our knowledge lies with us. Technology can be a tool for healing the planet, from cleaning the oceans to restoring ecosystems, if we choose to use it in such a way. So compassion as a driving force for other living beings and the planet itself is another pillar on which we can build our positive future. The ability to emphasize, to put ourselves in the place of another and act from that perspective is one of the strongest human qualities. By fostering compassion and understanding, we can create a more inclusive society and a more sustainable relationship with the natural world. Self-reflection is perhaps our most powerful tool. By examining our actions and their impact on the world around us, we can begin to change behaviors that are harmful. This re reflection requires courage, as it demands that we critically examine ourselves and our society. However, through this process, we can find ways to be not just destroyers, but also preservers and promoters of life. I mean, my closing thoughts for this podcast are, are then, dear listeners, and especially to my friend who sparked this profound discussion. Today's episode has taken us on a journey through complex topics, from the nature of humans as destroyers to the deep-rooted fears women have towards men. The question of whether humanity is known only for destruction challenges us to look deeper and recognize the complexity of our impact on the earth. It is true that we have caused damage, but it is also true that we have the ability to heal this damage through self-reflection, the use of our intelligence and technology for good, and the cultivation of compassion. We can begin to leave a positive footprint on this planet. To see this, that humans are the most dangerous beings on Earth may seem provocative, yet it opens our eyes to the need for self-reflection and change. It is easy to see ourselves as a perfidious animal, but the real challenge and the true art lie in using our abilities and awareness for good. Perhaps we are the most dangerous beings on this planet, but we also the only beings with the ability to consciously choose how we influence this world. The thesis that more women are killed by men than by cancer may not be entirely accurate in its direct form, but it shines a bright light on the dramatic and unbearable reality of violence against women. So it is a sad truth that violence against women is a global problem deeply embedded in the structure of our societies. It reminds us that all of us, men and women, have a role to play in combating this violence. We must advocate for justice, equality and the protection of the most vulnerable. Let us not leave this discussion with only feelings of sadness or anger. 
but also with a sense of hope and commitment. Each of us can make a difference by advocating for positive change, by educating ourselves and others, by building supportive communities and by fighting against injustice in all its forms. Let us embark on this journey together. A journey of responsibility and positive change. It is a journey that requires each of us to act consciously and choose how we use our talents and resources. Together we can shape a world that not only survives but thrives for us and for all future generations. To my friend and all listeners, I invite you to be part of this movement, a movement that strives for a world where women can live without fear, a world where violence against women is no longer a statistic we lament but a thing of the past. Together we can achieve this. Thank you for listening today. Let's work together for a better, fairer and safer world for everyone. If you guys want to be part of this You're more than welcome to join the Isle of Westcock Artist Group on Facebook to join this discourse. Let's create engaging content for the promotion of Attitude episodes. You can follow also the Attitude podcast via Instagram at Dutchlich, at Attitude or at Isle of Westcock Artists. Yeah, I would say that is it for today and I really thank you for listening. Um... I always try to see still the positivity in human beings. So, yeah, have a lovely day. Have a creative week. And, um, yeah, fill the world with love and creativity. I think that's that's the best work we can do, you know, against all the, the dark moments in our world. Yeah? On that note, I would say we see us next Sunday morning at 10 o'clock a.m. Bye-bye. You have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.